A reading from the book of Isaiah. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me, and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask for me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. But such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I chose a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush, and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day, of, day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this fast that I choose to lose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and bring the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked, to cover them, and not to hide yourself from your own kin? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness, and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your needs in parched places, and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You should be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. The word of the Lord.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. <coughs> Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill for truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Where was the beloved aroma and that licorice flavor? 
They look just lovely, little white balls covered in powdered sugar, but the taste had gone away. Well, it turns out that 10 years of using one teaspoon at a time from the original bottle of anise meant that although the recipe was followed precisely with love and care, the flavor was gone. The flavor was gone. Now we all know some version of this story, right? How many times have you packed up spices and moved them to a new house or to a new apartment? I did it just this June when I moved into the beautiful cottage. And I lined those little bottles and jars of McCormick spices up in my beautiful new kitchen cabinet. But you know, you know what's going to happen if I rely on that, let's not even say how many year old oregano to sing in my spaghetti sauce. It's not going to. And we know it. But somehow, the idea of throwing away old spices and buying new ones goes against all the messages that we have internalized about not wasting and about using things up. The recipe is fine, but spices lose their flavor when they are not fresh and applied liberally and joyfully. So perhaps this summer I will grow my own oregano and we'll see what that tastes like, something fresh and new. So move with me now from the kitchen to the church. We too, here in the church, have beloved recipes. Our liturgy, the prayers, our music, our Episcopal traditions, Biblical teachings from the prophets of old, wisdom writers, Jesus, and the gospel writers. These are all recipes created by God and shared with us so we know how to enjoy the abundant life God has made for us, his beloved children. In today's reading, Jesus is teaching the disciples us, about who we are. You are the salt of the earth, he says. We are part of God's creation. We, like all of creation, come from the earth that God has made. We are creatures, beloved and created by God. And he tells us we are the spice. The salt. Our lives are to be fresh, fresh with the flavor of God's love. Our lips tasting the living God in prayer and singing and in the bread and the wine when we gather at the table. So our gospel writer Matthew was writing this, was recording this conversation that Jesus had. Matthew was writing when Israel was occupied by the Roman Empire. Military might and political power were loud and omnipresent. To the faithful Jews, for they were Matthew's audience, it may have seemed that God's recipe for truth and justice, love and hope, were irrelevant 
or perhaps simply something to pray for, something that might happen, might happen later, way later, but not in their lives today. Perhaps we have similar feelings in our world where division and disease, discrimination and disaffection grab all the headlines. We too wonder about God's kingdom, God's presence, whether our prayers, our witness, our worship matters at all. But Jesus says no to this way of thinking. He tells us that God's kingdom is here, now, and we can see it because we are a part of it. He tells us that he comes not to abolish God's original recipe, that recipe, that law of love and justice, truth and hope. All the words of the prophets are true. Jesus tells the disciples to follow that recipe carefully, carefully, and to pass the salt. He tells us that we need to make sure the flavor of our work, our work, our hope, our love is fresh and vibrant. That our life together as a community is filled with the flavor of all of the gifts that we have been so generously given. That we spice things up together. That our outreach to those in need is generous and joyful. So today, and what's going to bring salt and offer it for you to taste? But you know what really good salty things taste like. So as we enter our new year, we have much to be thankful for. We have those old traditional recipes, those traditions, those things we love here at Trinity Comfort. And some of those may need a little extra spice. Or perhaps some of them just need to be recipes that are retired. I don't know. But we're going to figure that out together. There's much cooking to be done. Much cooking to be done. It's a deep joy to be here with all of you today, and to see all of you today. I said to my friend yesterday, she of the expired Hannes, I love annual meeting Sunday because the 8 o'clock people and the 10 o'clock people are all in the same room. We only have, that only happens once a year. So I love seeing everybody here together. It's a wonderful recipe when we are all gathered and we all bring our particular flavors and spices to the mix. As we conclude our worship and begin the sacred task of looking at our, our common life, the business matters of our common life, I invite you to I invite you to remember that you are the salt of the earth. You are the foundation of this church. Your gifts, your presence, your prayers, your smiles, your love, 
your ideas, your creativity, all of those things come to bear to create this thing called Trinity Church. So may we gather around the table and feast together, and then may we gather around our work. After we're done, we go out into the world, shining that light ahead of those in need, and rejoicing in our saltiness. Amen.
Donna, Mart, Michael, Stuart, Daniela, Anne, Susie and Ellen, Sandra, the Brosio family, Alice, Jane, Colby, Matthew, Will, Orlean, Barbara, Jack, Edie, and Edith. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. Give to the departed eternal rest. We pray for those who have died, especially Chase Bajor and Jean Salisbury, sister-in-law of Jean and Wright Salisbury. Are there others? We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Today we give thanks for Trinity Church and we ask for God's guidance in the work of our annual meeting. Guide our hearts and minds and communication that we may speak and listen and act as one body, all to the glory of God. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I give to you, my own peace I leave for you. Regard not our sins, but the faith of your church, and give to us the peace and unity of that heavenly city, where with the Father and the Holy Spirit you live and reign, now and ever. Amen.
your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Because in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father. 
thy sins before sharing these holy gifts, that those to whom we go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of God's Son, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, Creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit be with you and those you love, today and always. Amen.